the house guests have not seen me with a fire lit in my belly. And Todrick's strategic game. All right, I want to say a big thank you to all of the celebrity house guests for an amazing, amazing season of the show. That's Ginger. Yes, that's right. We are here live, Super Mater Bros podcasting, covering another series of episodes here of Celebrity Big Brother 3. I'm your host, Jeff Mater, joined as always by my brother, Dave Mater. Dave, how are you? I'm doing good, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. And also, as joined as always by Jamil Robinson, the Funko of all Funkos himself. <laughs> the Funko Jamil, how are you? Funkos. I'm all right. Um, you know, I'm low-key having my Cynthia game, you know. So wait, what's going on? I'm yeah, in a game. You, you don't you know where you are? Where, where am I? <laughs> I'm just ha- you're just happy you're here. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. Well, right? don't worry. You ha- you have a one in three chance of getting the question right, just like Cynthia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was a painful uh, final HOH competition where it's like, sometimes it's too easy. Tonight it was too hard. No, the players just sucked. <laughs> That was the. I don't. If that was regular Big Brother, it would have been like, uh, you know, six six. <laughs> you know, because yeah, they, have more, that, they do have more time. I'll give them that. But at the same like, time. it was like nobody got it right. Moving on, and then it was like, then finally, like nobody got it right, like four times in a row. And then, well, doesn't even matter, Misha. You win anyway. Well, that's right, uh, Misha. Okay, so I have a few things to kind of break down here. Um, I thought. Todrick was going to put up a bigger fight here in the jury. Uh, but now that I kind of realize, I think he burned a lot of bridges. I think he played a, a Paul Abrahamian type game here. Um, you know, good enough to make it to the final to kind of like, a, you know, but not good enough to get any real votes other than Cynthia, who really didn't know where she was. She was kind of the Christmas vote. Um, I, I disagree. I disagree altogether. He played the the Russell Hansius um, game I have ever seen. It's like, right. Hey, Russell Hans, you're going to play your game and get to the end. But in this case, instead of Eric showing up to, um, you know, expose yourself and kind of turn everyone against you towards Natalie, um, you dummy forgot that every single person you talk smack about and consistently talk smack about is going to just go home and watch you continue talking smack. You thought that was a winning move? Like, duh. (laughs) Yeah, like, like for instance, like, the whole thing that he said, like, that happened between him and Chris Kirkpatrick was, like, kind of over over the line and not smart. Yes. You know, with his whole way over the top. Although it's it's not unprecedented, right? Like we've seen this kind of like over the top dramatic approach to like certain relationships in the house. And I think like Todrick as this super fan was like, I am going for it. This is what it takes. You got to go like Frankie Grande on steroids. And this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to sort of like lay this super guilt trip on you. And Chris Kirkpatrick's like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. What the heck is going on? Like, I'm trying to level with this guy. I think he's a reasonable human being, but right now I feel like I'm talking to a different person. And so, like, Todrick was sort of immersed in the role. He's method, Jeff. 
method, but like, but he's trying to play like Russell Hans heroes versus villains, and it's yes, it, you know, it's it's a not everybody's Rupert, you know. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> do, do 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 you guys feel like any sort of connection to Todrick or sympathy towards him that he's kind of like just the fan who happens to be a celebrity and he got this chance and he really lived it? H- hold on, he is not a fan. He is not a fan. Why? He, like, okay. He's a fan in a sense that he knows people who were on the show. Yeah. Was going to be cast and started watching the show. Right. And I don't know what his casting process is. That's a little bit murky. But him talking about being a super fan, him, ta- if he's such a super fan, did he not know about what happens when, jur- um, when juries aren't in sequester? Right. Possibly not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, that's a good point because it. I think he might have fared better here had there there been a sequestered jury. Like if he played the regular version of Big Brother, I think he definitely makes us a way closer vote. Yes, because it would just be Shanna's word um, against Todrick's, and Todrick can't defeat um, defend himself in sequester in not sequester. Sorry, in a jury house, and Carson and you know was so snowed that he's gonna be like, well, you know. Todrick, believe me, will agree to disagree. And he would have just played peace and just, you know, not want to talk about it. That's what would have happened. But he was able to get actual proof from people he trusted in his his network and was immediately able to expose it. Todd, <laughs> right? Lamar, Lamar was outside the house like for like 40 seconds and put a tweet like blasting Todrick. All right. Yeah. So well, and, and he, yes, he definitely played like a, a very cutthroat game and almost like very unnecessarily. I so like he was definitely the, the like that's why I think Misha kind of took a landslide victory here because she played a very cordial game, you know, beasted out the competitions. I don't think she really made any enemies other than that she was a threat, which is what you kind of want to be. That's just to me being respected. As long as you win, it's fine. Yeah, it's to me being respected, like, right? Like, and for her to get to the end of the game, like she definitely earned it. Whereas Todrick kind of slimed his way to the end of the game in a lot of ways. And I don't think people respect that. And Singer, dancer, f- YouTuber, Todrick Hall. Right. Um, he was definitely more entertaining on the show, though. And I think that's why uh, I'm sure a lot of people were like, huh? You know, why did Misha get all the votes or whatever other than Cynthia, whose vote, I mean, I don't. Th- I I feel like there's a def- there's a disparity here with between like the um, the TV audience and the live feed audience, especially on Todrick, because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're just watching the show and you're just saying like, well, Todrick was just trying his best and was just playing, and there's not all this like sort of negative uh, talk uh, discussed. But then we saw here Todd Bridges gets up here tonight on his vote and says, you know, I was all cool and copacetic until I saw those live feeds and you guys crossed the line or something along those lines. And, uh, you know, he's saying that like, it's not cool. And he ends up casting his vote for Misha, which seems to be saying that, you know, he lays a lot of that at the feet of Todrick. Yeah. I think Todrick was bringing also out the worst in Misha in certain instances. And I think they definitely didn't want those two to be in the final two, but if they were, it was going to go to Misha. And I do think there's something to be said that Cynthia wasn't, was sequestered, didn't really get 
to um you know hear all the things that every other jury member and she voted for todrick so i do think todrick would have got a would have gotten votes had it been a sequestered jury she was also on the opposite side of carson i bet if carson was right beside her he would have tugged at her and was like don't vote for him at right. all <laughs> right yeah i think that's probably true uh and even a Todd said when he got eliminated that he would probably vote for Todrick and he ended up voting for Misha here. So I think that th this is all very interesting um, because I think Todrick watched way too much of the regular big brother and did not watch celebrity big brother at all. And he tried to play <laughs> like the Dan Giesling, the, the, those type of, you know, cutthroat games. And you can't do that in celebrity big brother. It doesn't work that way, but it is more entertaining as a fan. I will say that um let me let me move on a little bit here to kind of let, let's talk quickly about the america's favorite player being carson did you guys kind of agree with that uh dave i'll look over to you um i would have to say i do that i think that carson i think was a very entertaining house guest this season like you know i think whether or not you respect his gameplay i think that he was just sort of a nice bright light here very cheerful i think that he's very charismatic i thought he he brought a lot of positivity to things i thought a lot of his dr sessions were endearing and sort of memorable uh, and so i was happy to kind of see him win this tonight like you know well who, who else was more deserving i thought um shana kind of to me I, I wasn't surprised to see her in the top three because once she was mentioned i was like oh you know what she probably deserved the america's favorite player the most just for me as like I would have been uh, nice too. I, I'm not. I, I'm not to take from Shayna. No, Shayna. Shayna need to win. You know why, Dave? You know why, why Mr. Todrick Hans? Because it would <laughs> rub more dirt in Todrick's eye. Like honestly, I didn't care if Shayna win. I just wanted Todrick to lose. Right. I, I, I wanted this dude to be dragged. And you know what? This finale came up a little short because I didn't see. I, I wanted to see some Puff the Magic Dragon. I wanted to see this man dragged. Aaron Grimes dragged. Right? Yeah. That's what I wanted to see. I think that that was sort of the unsatisfying part of the finale tonight is that we don't see Todrick sort of like have his comeuppings kind of in like a Paul Abrahamian way where, you know, it's like, oh, my God, Josh is going to win. <laughs> I can't believe it. You know, like I, 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 I like the realization especially in, in when when um when josh won right like it was just like oh no i've i've done it again i've i've made the wrong move i've taken the wrong person to the final two. if cynthia got to the end she would have beat todrick and he would have had that moment so um yeah referring to what um jameel was saying earlier about lamar odom on twitter i just want to read quickly what he wrote after he got out of the house he said so I was booted off at Big Brother CBS by my fake friend, Todrick. He should have been a bit more strategic as he must have forgotten I get a jury vote for the winner. I still need you all to vote for me for fan favorite. Text <laughs> Lamar to blah, 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 uh, from your mobile device. Uh, and then just people were, you know, applauding that. And we're like, okay, like Metal World Peace applauded it and Gina Rodriguez. Um, so that gives you, I think, a little bit of insight to well, how people felt once they started watching his game. And I do think there's that that is true. Like the attitude, like people are baffled by his attitude. And I think it is very interesting because like 
like just thinking back to the Christopher Kirkpatrick thing, like and what he said to Misha at the end, where he's like, "Oh, if everyone was just more like you and me, and you know, and 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 went along to get along," and I'm like, "You didn't do that at all." Like, you know, like I was like, you know, I I, I get, like, I agree with what you're saying, but at the same time, like, practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, w- what were you guys like left with, like a general taste in your mouth after the season? Like, how, are you feeling good about it? Are you feeling uh, sort of like neutral or even um, negative about it? Or here's here's the ultimate problem I had with this season and why I have hope for next season is because, in the grand scheme of things, minus the people who did not know what show they were on, right? We got one half of the equation. We had a villain that everyone hated. Everyone hated. Everyone wanted to see lose. We just never got someone on the opposite side. That was the only issue with this season. If we did and it was Misha and Todrick on opposite ends, right? It would have been a fantastic season. It it was kind of like Evil Lynn won, but Skeletor didn't. But, you know, it's still (laughs) like, you know, the bad guys won. So the 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 equations there they just need to rejig the the you know the the numbers a little bit. I, I'm excited for next season of Celebrity Big Brother because it's fast, it's quick, and you can just see how much people care about the season. If like if people didn't care, you wouldn't have heard anything about Todrick. People would just roll their eyes and moved on. People care. Yeah, I think I was way more invested in this season of Celebrity Big Brother than it was, especially the last season. And, and I just the season like, before that. Yeah, the, the season before that was like the first one, so it was a little bit more new. And kind of, what is this? Um, uh, this last season I didn't really like, but this season I agree with Jamil was saying. Like they had their villain character, and and Todrick was great on the show. Like he was. A do you great feel like character. they presented him as a villain on the show? I think they tried. To, yeah, I think they they definitely made him unlikable as far as in the DR, but he was still like endearing. Like he was still like he was good at being entertaining, you know. Right, and, and he was and, allied with Misha, who I don't think they were trying to ever present Misha as a villain. No, and, and I don't think she's she just a beast. That's it. Yeah, I don't think she deserved to be a villain. I don't think she did anything. But that she's was like her her belt. her connection with Todrick. Is, I think is sort of intrinsic. Like you can't sort of separate one from the other. Yeah, but you can as far as like their attitude and their personality right yes they were teamed up but they're they were very different um ways of going about the game i thought dave dave simple question did anyone try to um separate misha and todrick no try to separate them no i don't think so right then and there you you realize that there was no real other side of the house as simple as that yeah and and it really came down to that one moment where Todrick kind of got convinced Carson that Shana needed to go home. That was like the, the, you know, the, the fork in the road of the season and Carson and, and uh, Cynthia chose the wrong fork, you know, in a big, bad way, you know? (laughs) And, and, you know, so like as much as like what Carson said, Oh, I'm sorry, Shana, like, like, and he should be or whatever, but like just, he should be just mad at himself for like, like letting Todrick get that over on him and like you know like I don't I just I think uh, Carson was a great TV character but I just don't think he was seasoned enough in the game to realize that was bullshit coming his way and I think if we a regular season of Big Brother they would have sifted that out almost immediately right so you're saying these celebrities are dumb 
Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Well, they're bad Big Brother players because yeah, yes, it is quicker and they have less time to think about it. But at the same time, like they just kind of like take things on face value too much. They're a little naive as far as Big Brother players, I would say. Not dumb. Yeah, I, I agree. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, I, I agree with Jeff to an extent. I think that these uh, pl- that it's it's kind of like the celebrity Big Brother is a whole other animal. However, I think that in the case of like Misha and and Todrick and watching their duo like sort of dominate through the last uh, like you know third of this game, I think I was left with the feeling like they're like what's the difference between Todrick and Misha and any of the other you know Big Brother player? Like you know, yes, Misha's a big a UFC fighter and. Todrick gets up on stage, but like that's just like their jobs, like anybody else on Big Brother. Like you know, they have the most uh, Big Brother players these days are Instagram models or something of that nature, and so like they were just kind of playing it like you know any like like any two other players you'd watch in Big Brother. You could put Misha, I think, and and Todrick for that matter in any other season of Big Brother, and I think that they would do fine. Um, I don't think they would have as easy of a time because I think there would be more like hunger and more competitive players they would have to be contending with than they had to do here, right? They had to like what navigate Lamar, who barely knows where he is. Who's he Julie? Did, Who's Julie? He, did, he didn't even know that the diary room got put on TV. He didn't even know the diary room uh, put on TV. However, uh, the whole recap episode, I have to uh, give um, some, some combinations to Lamar where you know he was just like. Uh, there's no way that uh, the, uh, you losers, assuming you got voted out before me, should decide if I win the money or not. Like, you know, that should be like sort of based <laughs> on competitions or something like that. Um, and he, the whole idea of like the jury, a bunch of losers gets to decide who the winner is. That that is so like like yeah how a pro athlete would view it you know yeah, like you right. know and, and even when he did his exit interview with Julie he was just like you know I just came out here gave it hundred percent ten percent I'm like you're not this isn't post game of the Lakers locker room did he Lamar. start sweating yeah yeah he had a towel someone brought him a towel he started wiping his face Put over his neck because you know? <laughs> right. I was pulling for Lamar and then they voted him out like you know a couple days ago i wish lamar was pulling for lamar because (laughs) yeah i was only pulling for todd guys like at a certain point i was just going for todd and and then when he like the the when it was the final four hoh and it was like uh, todd had two and cynthia had two and uh, michelle had one i'm like oh my god it's gonna happen like todd and michelle are gonna get broken up here and then they they shart the bed real hard after that you guys did not think that todd bridges came to play I thought you came to play, but I thought you were way too quick on the draw on the, those movies there, Todd. Todd Bridges came to play. <laughs> I thought he he was my favorite person on the show, guys. Let's talk a little bit about Todd. Because he wasn't having any of the formalities of the game. He, wasn't no. like, he, he was, was like no, the old craggy guy who didn't give a shit. I yeah, loved he, it. He would just walk in there, evict, evict Shayna. You know, <laughs> he'd be like, "I'm popping over." Shit, be done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gives zero fucks about anything Julie wanted or the production. <laughs> He's like, "I'm not doing any shout outs, so just evict her." <laughs> evict Shana. There was one time he said "evict" before Julie even asked him. Like he walked in and said "evict Shana" or whatever, and. <laughs> And it was like, all right, and who are you voting out, uh, Todd? Did, like, oh, didn't he Vic. say one night, like, didn't he do the whole um, a Big D thing where like, I vote to evict or something, you know? Or uh, 
I, you know, I, like, uh, wait, you don't even say I vote to evict. It's like I evict to a vote or something like that. I vote to evict or something is what they, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, they you got it right the next time. You got it right the next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's not that hard. I vote to evict. It's four words. No, it's, it's, <laughs> the lights are on and the pressure, you sit down and you, yeah, you kind of have to wait. Like you're waiting for this, this screen to talk to you, whatever. You know, it's I can understand understand the discomfort, right? So yeah, Yeah, I can I agree with you. Can I I segue to another big question here I had about this finale? Go for it. Uh was Chris Catan, who Mm -hmm. walked out on the game, uh what was it? Um day fifteen. So, you know, about you know, he could have let this game only went to day twenty nine. So you we were only asking for uh fourteen more days or so, right? Um, yep. not even quite. Uh, so like Chris Catan, he wasn't allowed to vote or he no. didn't vote here in this finale. Wasn't allowed. But, but they did this whole thing like, if there's a tie, America's vote will cast the vote. But ultimately, Misha wins this in a landslide. So it feels like kind of like they wasted a lot of time on that. They had to, just in case. They, they yeah. I know, but it was just like, why couldn't Chris Catan just vote? Was it? I, I think production was mad at him. And or he said he didn't want to vote. But yeah. he showed up here at the finale. Like, get let him I, vote. Oh, he was there? Yeah, yeah he, he was up. there. Oh, that makes sense. Dave, did I not say he was going to be there? You did say he was going to be. I was a bit surprised. Like, it was kind of like, if he's there. To me, it was like, if he shows up, they'll have him vote. You if know he, what? That that might be in the rules. Like, before they even sign on, if you leave the house, you won't vote. Like, they might. that might be a thing that they just put in the contract. Yeah. And, like, that's just the rule. And, you know. So if you oh, leave with, what's going on, if you leave without being actually voted out, like you're done, like you don't get a vote. For the I'm vote. a little bit wigged out. Yeah. Uh, and like, let's face it, Dave, they ran out of cake. And without that <laughs> cake, there was no reason for Chris Catan to stick around. That's right. how he got on stage. They put like little things of cake. And then he eventually came out of his cave. You know, <laughs> he sat down, he ate the cake, and then the cake was done. And then they're like, Chris Catan is here. And he's like, hi. And then the next time the cameras get away, he's like, there's more cake somewhere else. And he, he was like a bear, a wandering bear. That was yeah. unexpected. And I know we should expect the unexpected, but that was one I did not expect. Expectingly. <laughs> Expectedly. Yeah, like, like, uh... yeah, like they were just kind of annoyed with Chris Catan for walking out sort of when he did. He was kind of like, listen, I'm okay. I, I, I kind of like you guys still. It's all good. It's all good. I felt like that kind of energy from Chris Catan here in this finale. Okay. And that's all. It was sort of unsatisfying. I drafted him first overall, guys. To say I'm I'm disappointed uh, is an understatement. And Dude, dra- I told you. I told you. <laughs> you told me, but I wanted to believe. I wanted to believe in, like, the night of the Roxbury. I wanted to believe or in all of, like, the legend, you know? Like, uh, what is Ten- love, Dave? What is love? Oh, Lord. Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Yes. Makes no sense. It does make no sense. You're right. Um, Look, I don't really. They never explained why he left. That, that was the one thing that bothered me. Like, why did he leave the game? Uh, like, he didn't want to play anymore. I think that's. He had like personal issues. He's like, what's going on with my father in law? I want to check in on that. Oh, what do you mean? I can't go. This sucks. Or maybe he's like, 
then don't um, cast him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like they need to find, they have to have a better like vetting system to figure out who's going to be able to like last in the game. Who won't, they can't find 11 people. I feel like you should have leave. to go to like big brother boot camp before you actually go on to big brother. So and it, would you prefer if Austin came back and played celebrity big brother? Like Austin, like um, Judas, he, would he Judas? be a celebrity? You think like would he's, he count? he's a professional wrestler on a major promotion. I would okay. accept him like as much as a, as a figure skater. I, I, I think Frankie Grande could get away with being a celebrity uh, big brother too. I know. <laughs> But I think he could come back as and play celebrity big brother too, you know. There's like this blurred line. Like, what does it mean to be a celebrity player versus a non-celebrity player? Well, Christmas isn't a celebrity, right? Like we've never had celebrity Survivor. No, uh, that would be had it, celebrities on Survivor. Yes, right. But they've never had. They never separated the two. We the segregation. Why the segregation? Why not have them integrated? Do you know what they should do on Survivor? Is do one tribe of no celebrities and one tribe of celebrities. Survivor. Yeah. Celebrities versus nobodies. Joe Schmoes. <laughs> yeah. Celebrities versus Joes. And jo- and girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Joes and Joey. Joe Millionaires versus Joe Schmoes. Let's go. <laughs> um, I could see probes getting behind that theme, although they're going away from themes. It's just numbers now. For the next ten seasons, I think it's just gonna be numbers. Which is Survivor. which I don't necessarily have a problem with. No, yeah, it, is, it doesn't always need a theme, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's get back to Big Brother. Um, Big Brother. Okay, I guess wanted to talk about our draft and the fact that um, it ends up being Sean who wins this uh, draft overall. I would have, I would have picked Bisha if she was still on the board. She was fifth overall. You didn't pick that high. You picked quite late. So you, I know, you and I would have picked Misha. Misha was a definite lock. And if you go back to the video of that night, you'll see once Misha is picked, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed. So but, Sean, you know. Sean's and en- ends up taking this. She's taking it the fifth overall. Todrick Jeff at third overall uh, with your runner up. So not a bad pick at all. No, I guess uh, you know I didn't see the cupcake go. You know, dominating this game the way she did, but. Um, good for her right like what where who do you lay the blame to in terms of the uh dominance of of misha tate um and her sort of i would say carson like i think carson was the one that really screwed up the whole game um and it's i think it kind of ironic that he got america's favorite player because i think he really screwed up the whole dynamic of the house he had no idea how to make sure that there was two sides it wasn't just him, but like Todd too. Todd was another player where like they kept wanting to side with like, you know, Misha and like her side of the house, those players. And then they kind of like, you know, got to a point where it's like, oh, okay, we actually have to be opposed to you. And it was too late by that point. Yeah, you know, right. they, they kept losing. Carson and... was evicted on day 24, which is only five days ago. Right. And like, and like the whole time they were trying to get him out. And at the same time, he was like not really. I don't feel like they had their head in the game properly. Uh, him and Cynthia. I agree completely. I feel like that uh, Carson and Cynthia were like, they were like, they were playing like they were playing with 16 players. They yeah. were playing like they were playing in the early weeks of big brother. This and all sick. of a sudden, like they were like, Oh wait, we're at a condensed season with only 11 contestants. And Chris Kitan walked out. So it's really 10 contestants. Yeah. And therefore <laughs> and we're done in four weeks and so we're on like every other night. Someone called Cynthia a can of peaches 
Um, and she remained the can of peaches when she left. Um, just absolutely useless. Um, was not opened. Um, was just sloshing around in the house. Like, she was, like, talk about a person with no actual impact on the game. She did yeah. not w- win anything, right? The closest she's won was, wasn't she gifted the, um, the Mon Juan? Um, I think the Mon Juan immunity. Yeah, that was, yeah. like, the only thing. Well, I agree with you that Cynthia went 11th overall in our draft. Uh, well, Chris Kattan went first overall. So take this with a grain of salt. But, uh, you know, uh, the fact that Amanda had Cynthia, but Cynthia, like the fact that she got third place in this game is quite fitting. I think that the third place is kind of the go position often. You know, sometimes it's like the most deserving player. Sometimes it's the least deserving player. Quite the latter in this example in this season where I think Cynthia like was sort of, I, a number for Carson. I think Carson uh, misplayed a lot of moves here. He misunderstood the opposition. He tried to make alliances with his opposition in Misha and uh, in Todrick. Like, let's have a truce for one week and we'll get at the floaters. But that was short, very short-sighted. He should be going for the jugular in the season. Like, there's no other real alternative. And, um, you know, and Cynthia was sort of a dud. Yeah. Yeah, and they convinced Carson to put up a pretty solid, trustworthy player in Shayna and get her out. Like they, like they, re- he really screwed that whole week up, and it completely, basically allowed Misha and Todrick to kind of sail the rest of the way. I mean, that was really the that was the the corner, the crossroads of the whole season was that week, and Carson kind of screwed it up in a big bad way, and and you know, so to me, I blame. But I blame him kind of for the reason why Todrick and Misha had such an easy time. Um, Todd was the only chance of kind of dethroning <laughs> them, and he almost did it. He he came so close on that movie poster, um, HOH. I yeah. think the I, I think the thing we fail to see sometimes in these seasons is that like maybe there was other choices we could dis- dissect sort of the gameplay in a different way because we could look at Carson's game for instance and say, well, he was aligned with Cynthia, but maybe. The fact that he was allied with Cynthia was stupid. Or the fact that, you know, obviously he couldn't see that Shayna wasn't in his, you know, wasn't actually on his side and he turned against her. Obviously, that's like the most egregious thing he did this season. But like it's Cynthia I think that, helped convince him though. But mm-hmm. like you could look at it the other way, say, like, okay, like I think that like the thing I respect about Todrick's game was that he looked at Misha, she said, She's a winner, she's here to compete. And if I attach myself to her star. I'm I'm going to do well. And and can you argue with the results here? Like that's exactly what he did. Is you know, she a winner though? Okay. But, she won the season. Well, she won a lot she of competitions. Won this, she won this season and this competition, but prior to this season, is she really a winner? No. Well, no. What I, I, I don't even know. I I, I, t- I played the fifth on that question, but my 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 premise here is that Misha was sort of like she was almost like on a mission. You could see that she was here to win this season and exactly what she did. And I think that Todrick saw that. And I think that that is sort of a skill in itself to sort of identify that uh, that drive and to sort of ally yourself with that in sort of, uh, you know, to sort of even just advance your cause. Yeah. yeah. And what you do in that instance, I think, Dave, is like I agree with what you're saying. But when he had the HOH, and he tunnel focused on Todd. 
I think that was a mistake on his part. I think he should have tried to get Misha out when he hit right. HOH. Oh, know? yeah. Like, isn't that like, is that maybe his like fatal flaw is that he was, he was loyal to Misha to a fault, even though he was sort of like this despicable villain otherwise that no one liked? I think if he sits beside Cynthia at the end, he wins. And so that, to, you know, you don't think so, Jamil? No way. That jury was poisoned. He would have yeah. gotten one vote to eight because everyone else would have still voted um, just to spite him. Maybe, he would have right. got Misha. Yeah. He would have got if, Misha or Cynthia's vote, regardless. Yes, if he voted out Misha earlier on when he was HOH, yeah, um, there would at least been like, I did this up to a point, and he would have had to work with other people during that time period and i think his tone would have changed but because he had misha there he was he's like the bully's like sidekick that just talks smack while the other person punches you in the mouth because she was the hammer right and he was like the verbal sickle just there cutting up people right, right. let me ask let me ask you this jamil if this jury had been sequestered Right? Would would it have been like sort of the slam dunk against Todrick? Would he definitely it, it, not have won? Or it would have been closer. It would have been, been much closer, right? A sequestered jury might have at least been divided on him, right? Because the number one issue with the Celebrity Big Brother season, and the same thing that Daniel Reyes dealt with, is people can confirm what is true and what is not, right? Because if it's sequestered, it's your word versus other people. Carson would have still been on Todrick's side because he wouldn't been able to confirm. Cynthia, when she eventually get there, would have been the exact same. Shayna and Shayna would come across as bitter. Chris would have still voted for Todrick because he mm. felt when he left the game, he's like respect still. He might have been angry with what he said, but he still respected his game. It wasn't until they were out. Same thing with Todd. Until they were out and they confirmed exactly what was being said, right? That's the reason why Todrick lost the game. Like, okay, so for instance, like there was an interview with Lamar where, here, I have it here, where they were talking to him and they were talking to him about like a conversation he had with Todrick. And one of the things here was like Lamar said, like, Misha's a beast. And, um, you know, yes. so yeah, so and he goes, I know, uh, but Todrick goes, but I know, but in 2022, do you really want to help some blonde white girl get to the end? Mm -hmm. And he, uh, Lamar said, the color of her skin doesn't matter. And then Todrick said, this ain't about that though. <laughs> and then Lamar says, then why do you bring it up? And he says, I'm just saying. And then like the conversation trailed off. And then Lamar said, what's the difference? They're both white asking about Misha and Shayna and to, then Chadrick changed the subject. So like, I think like little things like that really rubbed certain players the wrong way. Um, even in the house, like kind of like trying to like strong arm people to like do what I want and, right. and, and bring up ridiculous reasons. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, he had no yeah. problem. Todrick had no problem standing behind his um, best friend or one of his friends, um, Taylor Swift. Right. But all of a sudden now, you know, Shayna is the devil, you know, blonde right. hair, um, blonde hair, white girl. It's, like, this, like, 
his he used whatever means necessary to to try to forward his game. Yeah, he was just trying. He was like reaching. He's like, well, this stick. Well, this. He he was telling all the black people, "Hey, let's um, you know, not not work together, but let's also not vote each other out." There was a period of time where people were believing that there could be a cookout kind of situation. Right? But like uh, that, that's almost like all the women saying to each other, let's keep all each other safe and both the guys and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like that like a lot of that goes on. Like people like look for reasons to feel comfortable with the other players, uh, for whatever reason, whatever you think you have in common. And so it's going like I think that's just a kind of a, a natural human but thing. That Dave, we all do. The difference is you see that happen from time to time, but when you see a person consistently use that as their move which is just like just trying to point people and and using something at consistently like that that goes into well it's just kind of a game move to yo i have questions about this dude's personality kind of thing yeah like okay listen to this what lamar said a couple quotes here that i think is really uh, shows you how kind of a deep and interesting guy Lamar is. Um, he says, quote, it is kind of funny to me that a gay black man would make references to race like that. I still can't really figure that part out. My grandmother was born in 1923 in Athens, Georgia. The first thing that I can remember her telling me is you never judge anyone by race, color, creed, or gender. So I couldn't relate to what he was saying. I, uh, it just goes against everything about how I was raised by my grandmother and in the streets. You learn how to be loyal at all times and be transparent in life is what gets you through things. It's so easy to play that game and be a snake and be greedy. It is not like I can detach emotion from competition. It is just tough for me to make that a way of life. So I think, uh, you know, Lamar's like, uh, as much as he's kind of a goofball on the show, I just think he's like actually a really intelligent person. Who's Julie? Who's Julie? Yeah. <laughs> right. is somebody we should know? He's a big goof, but I think he's at the same time a really thoughtful person. Yeah, Wait, like you mean, you mean the diary rooms on the TV show? Right. <laughs> no, honestly, Dave, Jeff, if you all were put into a situation where you're not necessarily attuned to what's going on, right? You might look, come across as a goof when it's broadcasted across the world, but doesn't you know say anything about your intelligence or or your ability to interpret things, right? right? Obviously, he was way above his head in terms of this game and how this game worked, right? But when you do, like, he was very introspective about how he was perceived and mm-hmm. what he really wanted out of the show. It's not like he made any qualms about, like, I'm here for this noble purpose. He's like, selfishly, hey, I'm doing this because I want to get my ex-wife back and yes, I miss that, her. That's right. This right? is my public apology tour. Pretty much, yeah. and I think he wanted to show her like I'm clean, and I'm not going to go back to being like you know whatever broke them up. I think he was just trying to say like I've I've gotten past that, and like he was trying to show it, you know. To That's the thing about Lo. The one thing about Lo, he does not lose. <laughs> he except at Big Brother celebrity <laughs> and in marriage. And, yeah, right. <laughs> um, I I think with with Lamar, he's just a very interesting guy, and I think um I think it was great for him to kind of yeah call todrick out that way because i think todrick went too far with a bunch of different players here yeah <laughs> so. and that's the unfortunate part too it's it's yeah because like, he was entertaining yeah <laughs> do, do you do you did you get what tattoo Lamar yeah mamba menta- he, i'm guessing he yeah. got mamba mentality yeah, yeah. He, he, got, he got he, he got like a, a mamba probably oh like, a snake, for me, like sure. yeah because of kobe yeah. like yeah 
Yeah, because of Kobe. Because yeah, right, right, which is super cool. Like I think that was, and he's like got it today, which I thought was really interesting that he shared that um, before he put his key in. Like, um, who will you really remember from this season? Is it going to be Lamar? Um, I think I think it's hard not to remember Todrick, and I think yeah, for sure, probably Lamar. Um, well, and what do you remember? Like Lamar, like to me, Lamar is like almost like a Donnie kind of a character who's kind of like this endearing sort of character who you just kind of like you know it's a good soul uh somebody you can connect with and then you have sort of like this natural sort of mastermind uh in todrick but also sort of like corrosive and sort of ultimately toxic and then uh misha is just kind of the ultimate competitor just wants to win 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 and you're just you know he's driven and sort of is uh respectable the threat all the way going to wear that target on her back to the end with no sort of reservations about it um i don't think it's gonna be todd bridges i don't think that's who I'm <laughs> no. you know what i think i think this 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 did well for him because at the very least he can say hey i i was in the cultural zeitgeist people aware of me especially a younger generation you know i'm not just the the dude from the what show Right? right, like true. It was the I best thing that ever happened to Todd Bridges. But I, will I remember him specifically because I didn't know him before? This, it depends but. on what he does next, though. I had no idea who Todd Bridges like really was. I knew I knew what different strokes. I knew Gary Coleman. I never watched that show, so I didn't know who he was. Okay. Um, you know, so that that was I'm a little bit young for that show. Um, but me too, but, Jeff. I don't remember it either. Okay, like I never watched a single episode. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say that you're you're both of you are a, a little too young or. Uh, you know, I I think that I'm six years older than Jeff too, right? So I, I like, don't think that's the barrier that kind of prevented you from. No, I watched. Wait, what do you, what do you suggest? It was the barrier. Uh, oh, I'm 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 not trying to beat around the bush. Let's oh, yeah. let's be honest here. There's some yeah. shows culturally that people watch versus others. Like if I make a reference sure. to um Overton and um and um <sighs> shoot. Okay, Overton and not Maxine, but like let's say two characters, Overton and Maxine. Do either of you know what show I'm referring to? No, no. How about if Braxton? I... Braxton is that and, Empire and Jamie? Do you do you either of you know um, what no, show no. that's from? No, Those no. shows, um, both in the '90s, right? Um, one was Living Single, and the other one was the Jamie Foxx show. Oh, I never I watched uh, Jamie Foxx. I which saw is, a couple episodes. Which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. But culturally, nope. that would be a show, right? That was more attuned to a specific type of demographic versus one that's more Absolutely. broad. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. So you not knowing who Todd Bridges is is okay, right? But why do I know who Gary Coleman is? Because Gary <laughs> Coleman was a pulp culture icon. He he, time. like sort of like eclipsed the show itself. Yeah. Right, Todd Bridges was didn't have a character on The Simpsons. Right, maybe that's why I know Gary Coleman was, but like also I think Gary Coleman was on Hollywood Squares quite a bit. He and, was on and, a ton of stuff, and right. like he was in movies, right? Right, um, right. He like was. When, he was in uh, Dirty Work, wasn't he? <laughs> I think he was. <laughs> yeah. When Lisa Wenshaw was on Survivor, right? Did you all know, know who she was? No, no, I did not. Right? I didn't watch that show either. I, I watched. Where what are you saying? We're going to remember Ty Bridges for the season of anybody? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Is that people are put into pe there's crossover 
um, individuals. And how a crossover works is there needs to be a spark that causes them to cross over. Now, depending on what Todd does, this could be a crossover moment. Next thing you know, he's on like This Is Us. And, you know, he's on a big show and he becomes a a main cast member. Who would ever thought like six months ago, right? Todrick probably thought that, hey, me being on Celebrity Big Brother, I, you know, have a niche audience. If I can cross over as this dynamic, you know, um, great player that has personality, I can, you know, who knows where I'll end up be. I can be on like the consultant for This Is The 90s or whatever, MTV spinoff Paramount garbage reality show talking head type of thing goes on right you never know it's it's crossover Naran is probably Moran is probably going to get a whole bunch of stuff off of this and she was barely on the show yeah who Mariah 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 never Mariah what does he say Jeff Moran. Um, but uh, I think with, with Mariah, yes, I agree. Like she'll probably be on some panel. Like I'm surprised she did this during the Olympics because the you know, that's you think be her wheelhouse to go do commentary or whatever. Like that's her thing. Right? That's like so, when she needs to be tweeting. Right. Like that's key Twitter season. If if CBS ever has any type of figure skating, you know, um coverage, right? Guess who's gonna be a guest panelist? Mariah. Yeah. And because she has a contract. Know. She has a contract yeah. with them, technically. Yeah, especially with, if it's CBS, you know, is doing. She has it, a right? resume. Yeah, with no, them. for sure, she has a resume, a big B, a BB resume. She went outside. Yeah, Mariah. Uh, let's get. Let's What's get Chris Mariah Kirkpatrick book. looking to get the, out of this? Chris he, Kirkpatrick. He, he wanted to be on the show. Yeah, he, he's a fan. What is love? Oh, that's the other Chris. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> you need to bye 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 for. Um, hey baby, come on. Oh god. <laughs> um yeah, it was kind of interesting to see like certain like certain like I thought they actually had a good mix of like B celebrities in this season because like so a lot of these some of these people ca- kind of have do cool stories. Like I think Chris Kirkpatrick has a very interesting like origin story that he was telling about like how he started in sync and stuff. And how he met like Justin Timberlake. He like called right. him up one day. He's like, Hey, I'm Justin Timberlake. Want to make a bad? And he was like, sure. And then there was like, yeah. all of a sudden it was an Can I bring JC? Yeah. <laughs> Can I bring JC? Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we yeah. need a, I know that's fast. Let's go. We know we need a baritone guy. Okay. You know, some guy named Joey. All right. All right. That sounds good. He's the fat one, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Joey's not fat folks. Come on. He's tall. Yeah. He's fat tall. <laughs> okay uh aren't you aren't you excited for next season okay is jerry o'connell gonna be on it that's my other question for the group tonight how is he not on it right like if he's this big of a fan that he was like demanded julie interview him i mean how is he not on jerry o'connell yeah jerry o'connell yeah um jerry o'connell Maybe. Amanda was like, I loved him in um, Sliders. Well, sliders. Yes. Or in, uh, in My Secret Identity. Uh, no, Sliders. She was like, I, I was the biggest this fan of This is better sliders. than my imagination. This is more than a dream come I just remember, remember him as the chubby kid from Stand By Me. Stand no, by he's, me. From, he's from My Secret Identity. That is his definitive role with, uh, you know, he was Ultraman. 
And uh, he's Captain Jack Ransom, if anything. I will create a race of ransomites. He's really good on on uh, Star Lower Trek. Decks. On Lower Decks, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, Gary like Mitchell a- was an ant. And I am a he seems like such an awesome, like genuine guy. You know, like he just really seems like a good dude. I honestly, I think he might be a little bit too big for Celebrity Big Brother. Are you also from Hawaii? <laughs> um. <laughs> Is he more famous than anyone in this house? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think Lamar Odom is the most famous. I I, I always feel like the athletes come with a different level of celebrity. I kind of want to see them put more actors in in the show because I do think that they they get to a point where it's just like, how many actors did they have? It was like one. It was Chris Kattan, and does he even really? And, he and counts. Todd Bridges and Todd Bridges. Yes, there's always Bridges. like there's always like these like washed up celebrities. How washed up are they? How notable were they even in their prime? And sort of like Chris Kitt- and then like if they're too famous or too wealthy, like this like exercise of going through Big Brother is just beneath them or just like not even worth it, right? So it's just like, that's why I said before, and I said this many weeks ago, they need to. Keep track of who's like on the fast track, right? In Hollywood, and get them there because they're still kind of iffy. You don't know if it's gonna hit. Like if you were able to get like the cast of Cobra Kai, right? Or members from Cobra Kai. I wouldn't know the cast of Cobra Kai. It doesn't matter. Like you, you try to like pair it up with the release. So let's say, for example, you got like one member from Cobra Kai. You know it's coming out in December, right? And you get them for the show because they film it in advance like they're filming it now if right? they can correspond like their promotional dates with their game play yeah, yeah sure. like 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 think about some of the people that used they used to get on like celebrity apprentice they had like meatloaf r.i.p they had like um uh, brett michaels and uh, gary Busey. They, they like they had all these like really eccentric people they would get but Pretty big, so, I would say. You know, like if are if you saying have, like Jeff? Is there like sort of an expectation from the public at large if you're gonna do celebrity anything, yeah. get like a certain level, so at least a B celebrity. Yes. Like if once you're into the C, D, E, F ranks, like you know, this gets a little ridiculous. It gets like because I I feel like Todrick would have been a better person to put on the regular show. You know, but, but how do you define celebrity in this decade, in this year, in 2022 uh, and beyond? Because like, you know, it's not there are, isn't like in the old days where there were three networks and there was only so many movies that came out every year. And there was like uh, being a celebrity was used to be more exclusive. And now with YouTube and everything else and TikTok and anything else that comes along, celebrity is a whole different game. Todger can't be on regular um, um big brother because he's appeared on too many other reality shows what else has he been on drag race american Mm -hmm. idol um oh was he on american idol yeah he was on american idol did he do singer i don't know is it like anything after like season eight doesn't count as american idol right after it doesn't count yeah but he was still on it right he was on drag race that is an unfair advantage Right? I'm it saying, like, like, it isn't like, like, so was Car- wasn't Carson involved with that show too? He was on Drag Race as well. As like I'm saying, like, like, get get some, like, and get Queer Guy Eye. Fieri. He'd be great to throw in that house. Get, you know, you know what I mean? Like, eccentric people 
you know but the only way to get uh, the only way to get like celebrities of that magnitude is to have massive amounts of cash for a charity that they can write off or something like that. You split like the that. money, well, no, or you double the money. It is two fifty to you, two fifty to you, a charity of your choice. That'd be kind of yeah. cool, too. right? You have to make it lucrative enough. So I think if right. you want to get to that point, you sort of have to build something. It has to become sort of a popular thing, and then you have to build on top of that. But is this Big Brother celebrity, as it stands, uh, a good enough product to sort of build momentum on or not? So just to also reply, I'm going to answer your question, Dave, plus reply to your earlier statement. Celebrity Apprentice, when it was on, was coming off the heels of The Apprentice, which was a massive show. Right. right. Big Brother is not as massive close to the 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 proximity of the cultural zeitgeist that the apprentice was so that people knew about the apprentice like celebrities regular people knew about the apprentice yeah. right the big brother is a niche audience and has been for a while a long while and it's right. got eyeballs, an enduring one yeah. uh you, when you think about the fact that it's it airs like three plus nights a week especially yeah. the celebrity time they give a lot of prime time to this show, uh, not just on CBS, but also on Global. Like Global chooses to cover this in Canada, like all over. So you don't even have to have cable to watch as, this. As much as I, um, as the Canadian aspect appeals to me personally, one Canada doesn't count, right? Two, right? This show is um a show that draws viewers to sign up to power paramount plus so let's say you get fifty thousand viewers if you can convert even half of that to subscribers and you can tie it one to one that is an investment that you can you can accept especially during a lull period like this where one the show is cheap right two they probably sell advertisement in bulk right for during this show Right. And three, it draws subscribers to it. So, yeah, you could put in another cop or or medical show. But those shows, um, especially if they're successful, also, um, you know, cost a lot of money. Right. Where you can put this in during the Olympics, mind you, during the Olympics, they specifically put this. Right. Compete with the Olympics. They even got an Olympian. No, no. you don't compete with the Olympics. You lose to the Olympics. Right. And you you put stuff in so you can at least, you know, have counter programming. That's what it was. Right. This was just to like, like hold some ground. Yeah. Yeah, because there's going to be people that are barely going to watch the Olympics and want to watch a big brother, you know, like not everyone likes sports, you know. So, you know, what big movie released during the Olympics? I don't think there was one now. No, it wasn't. <laughs> because, <laughs> right? When is when is Batman coming out after the Olympics? When is um, Turning Red coming out after the Olympics? Everything when... big is coming out after. The Olympics. Well, which makes sense because everyone's home watching the Olympics. Even the but all your ads... of, uh, Ukraine's coming after the Olympics, right? Yeah, you, even Putin wait, waited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, I agree. Yeah, everyone's watching TV during that time, so. Um... Yeah, I guess, but like at the same time, like I watched more Big Brother than I watched the Olympics, uh, you know. So because I the Olympics wasn't that great this year, it was very like there was no fans and it was just kind of lame, you know. Like I, I didn't really want to watch it most of the time. But you can't necessarily, you can't retroactively know that no. hey, we should put in, we don't have to like you know punt, you know this month. 
we can actually put in some content because people don't care about this specific Olympics, right? That was a decision that was made like, you know, more than six months ago when they started up production for this show. So, yeah, I really uh, like how are we compete with the Olympics this winter? I know. Let's get Julie Chin Moonves and we'll get her to host like a rapid fire season of Big Brother where we'll have like 20 episodes in 23 days. They had Survivor in the can. And they'd even, they're like, we're waiting until after the Olympics. Yeah, survivors and after the Olympics thing, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, and going to your, your your question about how to get actual celebrities to go, I did mention the half and half, but I, I strongly suggest, like, hey, let's think about how we're, we're doing it. Let's not get three housewives. Let's get some mm-hmm. up-and-coming comedians, right? Right. You tell me you can't... $250,000? You're getting a whole bunch of comedians salivating, you know, yeah, to get on there. So. Even right? $50,000 for runner-up. They would love that, right? As opposed, uh, You get some low-level indie wrestlers, right? Like, who is working many times for a hot dog and a handshake, right? Yep. They can be well enough. It could be a retired wrestler that, like, Virgil is charging people. Virgil? Vincent? <laughs> Why not? Like, yeah, no, yeah. I think uh, ex pro wrestlers would be really good because, like, they're good at you know entertaining. You know, that's then, what they. Plus, they're sad, so they have a sad. story. Yeah, they have a story. Um, I, I, I just, I just feel like it. Can, they can get better casting, but they just need to be more smart about it. I felt that you know there was some inspired choices. Going the MMA route is is a good idea. But I felt also it was a little bit lazy. And pl- once again, pro wrestlers, people who know how to talk and to know, understand about like promoting, you know, ideas and concepts to the camera, you know, um, it's, it's a personality thing, which is great. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that there was like when we were talking to the outsiders on our other podcasts, like the Star Trek podcasts about this, right? And they're like, who do you got? You got like Shayna Mokler. You think that's a celebrity we care about? <laughs> yeah. She was I, on I, play. I, I do feel like um like when when the cast was like you know, I was sort of watching the first episodes and like I was like, Amanda's a big real housewives person. And right. she's like, Oh, I know who that is. Oh, I know who that is. And I get why they cast that way, because I think Amanda represents the average Big Brother. And there's a lot of viewers that fan. she she would you know. I think represent. if you if you're watching TLC, the the Women Network, or you know Slice, you know chances are you're gonna watch Big Brother, and I think they know that. Like yeah. they they do all the metrics and the crossovers, so that's why I think they do what they do. So um, ne- so next year it's um, a 90 Day Fiance. It's gonna be the guy with no neck. Yes, <laughs> I'm surprised there's there hasn't been a 90 day fiance player. It's on. coming, it's coming. It's, Get uh, ready, Dave. Get ready. <laughs> I, like if they had like somebody from Pawn Stars on there, I think that could be fun. Um, I, Ch- like, Chumley would be would have been perfect. Yeah, you get Chumley on this show. Uh, I think that, gonna, Joker get an impractical Joker. We're getting a comment here by Ren. She's saying, I want Elizabeth Smart in the Big Brother house. Now, for those who don't know, Elizabeth Smart was the person that was uh, abducted by a guy named Brian David Mitchell when she was 14. Is that the thing in Utah? Yes, that was the thing in Utah. Now, that was big when I was like in high school. 
I remember that Elizabeth Smart, and then like she was like abducted for many months, and then she escaped eventually. Um, what was the girl that was convicted of murder in Italy, and then you know got off? Amanda something. Ooh, I don't know if I know that one off the top of my head. Uh, Amanda Italy. So she says a Amanda sober Knox. Wendy Williams. Who said who's Wendy Williams? Amanda Wendy Knox. Put oh, Amanda what? Knox on the uh, Wendy Brother Williams. Oh Lord. Wendy Wendy Williams is like a media mogul. She's like Oprah, but trashier. Oh, um, Wendy Williams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, how oh. immediately you knew who I was talking oh, about. The worst. The uh, <laughs> any woman from the View, throw them on the show. You know, uh, well, not Whoopi, not Whoopi, or not Barbara. Whoopi, or, uh, Elizabeth or Hasselback, Joy Joy Behar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure. Throw them all. Like throw like a whole tribe of the, the view. Whoopi's too good for that. Whoopi's too good for that. Whoopi, yeah, she's yeah, she's. What's the Canadian version of the view? Isn't it like the talk, or is it uh, something like along those no, lines? Uh, Breakfast television. Uh, there's a Canadian version, like put Cicero, Cicero, on Celebrity Big Brother Canada. And and he would have like a massive rant for like two minutes, <laughs> and then he'll get the the what's it called they'll play the um. How are you doing, Todd? Your hands? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, just living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I. I wonder if they'll do a Celebrity Big Brother Canada. I won't be surprised. There's well, already. Okay, but like, how low do you have to get to be Celebrity Big? Because now that you're talking Canadian celebrities, I, I only famous in Canada. I disagree. I think you would actually get better celebs. What do you mean better celebs? Like yeah. why? Okay, so you tell me, you telling me you wouldn't be able to get one of the people from Letterkenny on the show? Mm-hmm. That's not a better celeb. You could get Dude, a trailer park boy. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Time out, one second. Dave, how dare you? Letterkenny pulls in numbers, not in just Canada, but I'm worldwide. Not, I'm not a worldwide. fan. I, I'm you, not. Could get, you, you could get a trailer park boy, I think. A trailer park boy would be acceptable. Wait, wait, what? It doesn't matter if you're yeah, a fan. I'm blowing your mind, Jamil. I'm gonna it do doesn't it. matter if you're a fan. I'm not a real housewife, but I can understand the appeal uh, for demographics and demo. I don't need to show all this respect towards Letter Kenny. Like, I don't need to bow towards Letty Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> show the curtsy towards Letter Kenny and their great uh, numbers that they do on the ratings. Uh, a pretty wait. big shoe. Yeah, pretty big <laughs> shoes to fill over there. Um, you can get probably one of the broken lizards dudes to show up too. All right. The broken lizards. Okay, this is not getting better. Like, come on, like what? at least get Bret Hart. Get Bret Hart or somebody, like a, a real no. Canadian celebrity. Bret Hart should not should not be competing in any type of thing. No, he, he needs might to... have a stroke. Right. Yeah, no. Like... Bret Hart cannot. He can do it. He's the best there is, the best there was, best there ever will be. Listen. No. Wait, are you hating on Broken Lizard? I don't broken know what it lizard. is. They're not Canadian, are they? They're not Canadian, but I bet you can get them. They would be good on any, yeah. If they did anything, um, what about like yeah, the lead guitarist from Tragically Hip? Can we get him? No, see, yeah, I don't but yeah, but you okay. can get him, but like, okay, sure, you can get him. All I'm saying is that I think that people will be more willing to, like, you can get people from the UK most likely that would go on a Canadian big, um, big brother celebrity versus US. 
I would because, love that if they just did a whole season of Big Brother. It's all British people, but in a Canadian Big Brother house, and we're making the rules, and we get to play with these British people. Gerard Depardieu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like, how can we, yeah, just throw all these British people to a house and see how they coexist with each other, and then we'll throw weird things at them as we go. Some Australian yeah. folks, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a couple of Australians, just like Big Brother Canada 6. Is that the one where they threw uh, Tim and uh, what's her name? Yeah, from the UK. But the, those shows were extremely popular in their countries, too. Oh, so like externally, like England yeah. and Australia was like, oh, we have we have a sort of a proxy here. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm, I just have a feeling that there's a little bit of there's a little bit of scum on Big Brother Celebrity US. But anyways, OK, we've <laughs> gone so much off time. We've gone off tangent here. OK. Um, so I want I want to ask you all, um, what are your favorite moments? I'm going to start with one of my favorite moments from this episode. Sure, favorite moments. Good, good segue. Okay, is when uh, Misha won, and the she and Todrick both came out to the confetti, and not a single person in the jury stood up to greet them at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was kind of that was that was your that favorite was moment. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, like that was, that was uh yeah. I enjoyed that. That was that was good. Um it was yeah. kind of like as good as when Mickey got that response coming out of his season. I like the little burn that Chris Kirkpatrick did where he's like, I'm doing this for my son and I'd have it no other way. And I was like, oh <laughs> that was a nice burn. <laughs> I my favorite part of the season was Lamar, just him like, what's happening? Like, you mean the DR goes on the TV show? I thought it was just like a personal counseling session. Uh, and just like everything he said, like around uh he's like who's julie chen who's that and this is after he's been in the, the house for two weeks there's no julie yeah. chen <laughs> oh he's just like out of it so i i uh, thankfully no one um told him it's like hey um do you know allison grodner he's like who's that <laughs> i enjoyed yeah. lamar and his most incredulous uh that was that was my favorite part okay um jeff yeah, no, he was fantastic. Uh, I think they, like they definitely hit some like home runs with certain people on this this season. I thought that were really interesting. They were definitely like good for the show, but at the same time, all right, stop it with like three. We don't need the show three times a week, like or whatever it is. Yeah, it was like, like five times a week at some points. It was getting ridiculous. Two hour was, episodes where nothing was really shown. Yeah, it was like two hour episodes where nothing happens, and we're just like kind of going. We want to like follow a Big Brother season here, but this is like something else. This is like a different animal. Yeah, like I, I also like. Did you guys watch the recap episode? I, I yeah, it was actually that. it was actually one of the better episodes of the season. I thought. Yeah, like they left out all this good stuff in the regular episodes and put it in the recap episode, which nobody usually watches. Like, yeah. what are they? What were they thinking? Like, I, I didn't understand any of that. I think that the show needs to, like, you know, figure out how to get tighter. And... They need to. Uh, I think they need. They need to shake up the show. They need to shake up the production staff. I think that they're kind of uh, stuck in this trope of like they spend a lot of the time on the show especially in the data room sessions wasting time on like whoever wins like gets the most points in this competition wins the hoh i'm like i know you've already explained that to me three <laughs> times tell me what the hell is going on in the game who you, you know what what's going on in your head when this competition if anything 
This is why Survivor uh, outperforms Big Brother because, like, it's very much <laughs> like we're gonna sh- tell you. <laughs> we're gonna. Yeah, I like this comment from Red. My favorite moment was the uh, the end credits, mainly because I needed to get up and empty my bowels in a non toxic environment. Burn. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, by the end, you you could feel the it was palpable the toxicity coming, especially towards uh, a lot the, of people did not want did not hug uh, Todrick. It was great. Yeah, how no. quickly can eleven people come to hate each other? Well, the answer is twenty eight days or even less. I guess <laughs> just hate one person. I think they all got liked each other by the end, except they all agreed that Todrick sucked. <laughs> yeah, they're like, screw this Todrick guy. He's not winning. Not like that. Yeah, pretty like the fact that 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 Cynthia would have won over Todrick. Just Cynthia did not deserve to win this, but she would have won. You know, apparently, like I think. And how would right. we feel then if Cynthia had come out the winner tonight? Would we feel better about it or worse? I I I, I said off the top, I didn't care if Bisha won. I just want Todrick to lose. Do you how do you think Amanda would have felt if Cynthia won, Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. Win is a win. Because she had Amanda in the draft, but it was like the deep, it was the last pick, and Cynthia was sort of assigned to her. Like this goes to you, Amanda. Do you think Todrick would have taken Cynthia to the end over Misha? Do you think that was a possibility had he won the HOH? No, he would have taken Misha. I wish. Like, I wish. I wish. No, he's you know he's applying. Your question Um, again, Jeff? Do you think Todd um, Todrick would have taken Cynthia to the end had he won the final HOH? Do you think he uh, would have cut Misha if he had had the power? Um, the do you think he you know, knew he was also? Do you think he knew he was going to lose the votes? I don't think so. No, no you don't think I, he, I, yeah. But I, I think I, and I also don't think he would have cut Misha. Then, like, what? What was the point? What was the point of playing this crazy cutthroat game if he wasn't willing to like pull the trigger on his biggest? his biggest threat i agree none like i think because that's he like... was he was referring to Derek and cody and how you know they took it like he was invoking these things he was the cody of this Derek and cody and yeah and then he also but he would also say things like i mentioned before about like you don't want to give it to like a blonde white woman or whatever but then he takes misha to the end like, like he didn't take her she, misha took her but you know what i mean like he was mostly allied with her so his whole like race thing was kind of like not Oh, was, all it was that! Just, it was just the center on that was that was bullshit. just manipulation, right? Yeah. But like you know, at the same time, like he he didn't seem to like yeah, like he never really practiced what he preached ever, and you know, so I found his whole right. kind of game and his uh, motivations kind of confusing. So this is what happens when people like watch the game but don't think and understand the game. Right, they love good TV, so they're like, "I'm gonna make good TV," right? Mm-hmm. I, but I'm also want to win the game. Look, chances are, if you're really good TV, you ain't winning the game. Yeah, right. That's a good point. <laughs> right? right, unless unless you are like a one in a million player, like Dan Giesling or 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 Will Kirby, right? Or even Vanessa Russo was was entertaining without opposition unfortunately that she had mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um but right. like chances are and I, I like i i this just bothers me so much or it's like it's in my brain and i think about this all the time and that is just the lack of self-awareness that some people have like i'm 
like I would consider myself smart, not super smart. But if I make a decision, I will question that decision. That's just how I am built. I'm like, am I making the right decision? I would want to rethink and analyze my situation because I don't want to make a bad move. But I see these people just have so much ultimate faith in their in their actions and their moves and uh, like are so assured in that this is going to per- be perceived a certain way. And it's like you're totally off the mark and you never really even saw it coming or even questioned it. And it just astounds me. It just blows my mind, right, that they don't have the foresight to see that, hey, maybe this might be perceived a certain way. And that's the issue with Todrick. Todrick did not see. He thought, like, I played a great game and everyone's going to. You know, just reward that. So <laughs> reward he, that. He had sort of a Russell Hans blinders on kind of uh, approach. But at least Russell Hans was in a game where people don't go home and see what you said. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> yeah. So Todrick was playing Big Brother proper, if anything, not Celebrity Big Brother. Well, yeah, I I agree. I think he watched a lot of like yeah the the the, the greats play you know the regular Big Brother, but yeah, did really clue in that these people get to go watch the show and that's a flaw that that's a flaw that that is a uh objective flaw you can put on todrick's game i think that say like yeah this is why he didn't quite get it he thought if, if he was a super fan if you can even qualify that which you know i think there's a legitimate argument to argue against it what, um what, what other super fan do you know isn't at least like second guess themselves at the very least right you you Chris, go down Kirk patrick he second guessed himself well, all yeah, the time, yeah. right? You go yeah. across any reality show. Um, Sharin questioned herself all the damn time, right? It, it's it's this self awareness and understanding that I don't want to look like a damn fool because I, I throw all my cards in the middle and say I got a full house, you know, <laughs> right? Right, right. And the person has like, um, you know. Uh, uh, four tens or you know, f- right? Four nines, you know. Comment here is Todrick Hall is a white blonde woman. Proper black man plays the whiz before the wizard on a boss. <laughs> Can you help break this down for me, Jamil? I'm not quite sure. Right okay, Do, you you never heard of the whiz, like from Seinfeld? Okay. No, not from Seinfeld. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you because you don't know about the Wiz. Because once again, we talked about this cultural thing. The Wiz is um, an interpretation of the Wizard of Oz, a musical uh, that was on Broadway and also had a movie. The movie had Diana Ross, had Richard Pryor, had Michael Jackson, um, and it has a different song list than the Wizard of Oz. Um, it is. Something that a lot of members in the um, the African American community is well aware of, right? Um, okay. Me personally, I don't like the Wizard of Oz. Um, I have issues um, with the the story as a whole. Um, I don't like. Um, there's only so many uh, vigilante goes on a murdering spree um, <laughs> movies that I appreciate, mm-hmm. and Wizard of Oz isn't one of them. Um, okay. So. All right. Well, thank Thanks for breaking it down. Next comment here is uh, Kathy Hillis. She's a super fan who never questions herself while playing the Big Brother game. See, Kathy. 
Thank you for making me question myself when I said it. <laughs> I see. I I do I do leave the podcast and I'm like, did I say what I said? Like it seems so <laughs> absolute. Did I say what I think I said? Yeah, it's like I do that too. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Well, I is there anything else to say about this season, guys? <sighs> no, I think that's pretty much it. I think. Uh, you know, we'll see next winter. We'll we'll get right back into this. But for now, I think I think well, we, we got a summer put... season coming up, Jeff. And don't forget, summer, Big Brother, is right around the corner. We will see you all in just a few months. Julie Chen, I mean Moonbez, sorry. She uh she's got a good gig. You know, now she even has a winter gig. You know? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Good for her. Um but I'm Julie know... Chen Moonvez. Okay, so coming up on Super Mater Brothers is um, Super Mater Podcasting. Well, we have Survivor coming up, guys. That will be coming up very soon. Uh, This is a season like no other. A season like no other. Did you did you not hear the special um, uh, voiceover um, artist that was being presented on the global feed for Survivor? No wrestling commentator former wrestling and boxing um commentator um what's his name um um george a. romano um no um he's he, he's he's a famous um broadcaster he does a lot of play-by-play they now have him doing a couple of the voiceovers it's an interesting um change of events i got some stuff in my hair really yeah um so you are Oh, it's a mercy. That's not the right one. Uh, that is the right one. Here's it. It's Survivor. 18 new players take on the most dangerous version of Survivor ever seen. So, so uh, Dave, when you get a chance to, um, they have new commercials. Just a heads up. So we have Survivor coming up. We'll probably do a, a cast assessment. Yeah, um, and we'll, we'll, Big Brother Canada as well. Yeah, well, Big Brother Canada already released its cast already it was advertised during the um, um tonight i was Big watching Brother. some of those commercials yeah they were showing some of the people all right so a cast assessment uh, podcast is probably going to be coming up um in the next week or so um, and then we'll we'll figure out our schedule for big brother canada in terms of how we're going to cover it um yep. Yep. yeah we're not sure if we're doing every night or not yet but we're yeah. going to uh, try to cover as much as we can Yes. Uh, so uh, stay tuned. We will um, let you all know exactly when we have that kind of figured out. Um, but you know what? In the meantime, you can always look at our back catalog of other Big Brother Canada, Big Brother USA we did last year as well. Um, so if you're looking on Facebook, if you're looking on YouTube, if you're looking on Twitch, just look in the back catalog. Lots of stuff to watch in, in the meantime. And in a week's time, for sure, you'll know exactly what we're going to be up to. But um, uh, Super Mater Brothers don't, doesn't just do reality television. We also do television like mm-hmm. the serpent and also <laughs> yeah westworld coming back jeff that was like the f- the first thing jeff ever and i did on super mary brothers podcasting was westworld season three that's where it all began uh, westworld season four in the foreseeable future it's just around uh, the corner yeah exactly yeah, it only yeah, took two, three years to make the next season <laughs> the yep. next season of the show they really know how to keep your interest on that show they, right. they they take their time on Westworld, but you know it's, 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 it's the formula. Slow, 
we also do process we also do documentary um jeff and um jeff also did um the get back the the beatles um anthology kind of documentary series so you should check that out that's also in the back catalog as well um we also do the mcu so uh, we started off with WandaVision and then went on to the Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki, um, Hawkeye. And just around the corner, we have Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yes. Just around the corner, we have Moon Knight. And um, just soon after that, we would have um, Doctor Strange, Strange, right? And then right. She-Hulk. So uh, stay tuned for that. We're still um, questioning if we're going to do a Peacemaker kind of recap. Uh, I, I, if you guys want to do it, I just haven't I haven't uh, binged it yet, so I I will oh. need you guys to drive the bus on that one. But you gotta, we can drive the bus. I've I don't think I've watched the most recent one, but I'm pretty caught up. The, yeah. You mean we're getting a question here? Way. Can we all cover Big BB Can in the nude? Are we nude or are the Big Bear, Big Brother Canada people nude? Is my question. No, he's doc, uh, she or he. Sorry, Ren is a a very um not gender specific name. Um, <laughs> Right. Do it in the nude. Well, I'll let you know that underneath these Can clothes, y'all need I something to separate your stream from the fifty nude. others that will be on the same time on YouTube. Uh, well, maybe might break but, some guidelines, but I'm all here for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're not, we're here to push boundaries. Yeah, uh, expect the unexpected. Expect here. the unexpected. If, if, if Dave has a night out in the town like he did tonight. Uh, you might I, I did have a night on the town tonight. I, I, like, it's post-pandemic. We're, we're out in the the new world, right? You know, you, Dave. Uh, you know how I know that you had a town a time on the town. Um, you're not wearing a, like an ensemble, right? You're right. I'm not. Oh, I am. I'm in gray mode today. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, getting he, off the gray. Hello, hobbits. He doesn't have his hat on, so yeah, that's why he doesn't I have his hat his... too. <laughs> right. Expect the unexpected. He has his spit curl going on. He doesn't have his hat. What a spit curl? I don't know about that. <laughs> it's it's the it's the mater cowlick. It's a cowlick. It's a genetic trait. You know, here the streets of yeah. Canada. Yeah, the street, yeah. here on the streets of Canada, we got the cowlicks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we'll yeah. see what we can do, Ren. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're, we're working on it, Ren. So check out our Super Mater Brothers podcast scene. Also, Live Long and Podcast, our Star Trek themed channel where we talk about Star Trek all the time. Monday nights, Star Trek Enterprise. We've been watching every episode in order. Jody Simpson, Adam Woodward, and uh, Kevin Millard and myself going through episode by episode. We just watched a fantastic episode called Dear Doctor, which featured Dr. Flox. It was excellent. Check that out. Also, Deep Space Nine at Nine-ish every Tuesday night. We're watching the next episode of Deep Space Nine. Uh, last night was Trials and Tribulations. Next week will be, um, what's the episode? Or he without. Oh, yeah, the Riza episode. They're going to Riza, and there's Jamaharan. Check it out. And then on Thursday nights, Star Trek Discovery. We'll check out the newest episode over there with Ashley Millard, Michael Chan, and Adam Woodward. Discovery's old. Discovery's old. Michael Chan, as he was on that show, and he's on our podcast. So recognize and check it out because we got the the goods. We got the ins. A real Discovery cast member on our podcast. And then we have Star Trek Radio Theater. Night night, <laughs> have fun uh, over there, Red. Uh, Star Trek Radio Theater. Uh, we just did one recently. This past Saturday night, we did looking for Parmok in all the wrong places, along with uh, a terrific cast. The edited version to come, and coming up on um, March fifth, twenty twenty two. 
9.30 p.m. Eastern, live. We will be doing a live read of Star Trek The Next Generation's first season episode, Hide and Q. Jody Simpson playing Q. Me playing Captain Picard. Steve Shives coming back to play Commander Riker. Jeff, you're going to be Lieutenant Junior Grade Lieutenant oh. Jordy LaForge. Uh, only a helmsman at this point. Not There's even... Nope. There's no coolant leaks up on the bridge. No coolant leaks. You are not even in charge of those. Uh, they are not in your department, Commander Riker. Uh, and then we got Michael Ch Discovery's own Michael Chan playing Commander Data. We got Jessica Chan playing Tasha Yar. Mott playing uh, a Lieutenant Junior Grade Wharf. Uh, we got a Dr. Beverly Crusher as played by Jane Mater. Kevin Millard played two versions of Wesley Crusher. One a little bit older and a whole different actor. And then we got Ashton Waters, our narrator. Terrific uh, coming up on Star Trek Radio Theater. Also, you should check out our uh, third channel. It's called Trivial Debates, a monthly channel where we argue about movie, TV, sports, and more in a game show format. Jeff Mater hosting Sunday, February 27th, 10 a.m. Eastern. Jo Jamil Robinson, right from this own podcast, competing against a juggernaut, Q himself, Jody Simpson. We got Max Duda. Uh, questions will range from anything from what's the most pathetic sports franchise to all kinds of great different topics. Check that out. Speaking of which, Jamil, have you sent me your answers yet? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> have either of the other two? Yes, yes both they the have. Other two yeah, okay. I'm running my own race. I don't have to worry about their answers. Yeah. Okay. Chances that Jamil's going to pick something they pick is remote anyway. Um, so. Maybe for maybe for like one or two of them, but I, I'm my answers are usually I have to argue them well enough to for them to win as opposed to I pick the right one. Right. Because some ho some hosts seem to misinterpret the point of the game where you're supposed to actually like listen to the arguments and then be objective. I think there's some bias out there. Jeff, will you be a biased judge or will you be objective as a uh, co-creator of trivial debates? I think the music question, if you put something stupid, he's going to expect you to do a good job or you're definitely not winning. So, What's the music what question? The, what do you what consider the, to be the best album of the 1980s? Best album of the 80s? Well, okay, you're wrong, Dave. I'm wrong. Sorry, I'll just sorry. be the producer that day. I'm sorry. So I, got it I thought you were going to give an answer, and I was I was just preparing in advance. I uh, I don't know what my answer would be. I guess... Um, Thriller. You know what's wrong. Do you know what? Do you know what Jody's <laughs> answer would be? Google what's the best album of the 1980s, and the top <laughs> answer is Thriller. Okay, that's Jody's answer. That jo Jody would go whatever the Google's <laughs> most top it. ten search. Yeah, that's usually Jody's <laughs> Which yes, he's like, listen, I got all the best arguments. I got the popular vote. It's over. You're done. And that's the Jody Simpson maneuver. So be ready, Jamil. Don't get, don't get I, I've competed against Jody. I know, I know Jody. He's been story. very effective with that argument style. Okay. All right. I think that wraps it up. Also, check out Davin Skellhorn's podcast, Locutors of Trek, his Star Trek theme channel, and X Men, the animated series rewatch titled X Rated. Last night, he uh, interviewed Julia and Eric Lewald, uh, the executive producers, showrunners of X Men, the animated series. Uh, the very podcast they follow. And so uh, that was a great interview. I listened to the whole thing. It was excellent. And you should definitely check that out over in their channel. Uh, as well, my son, Amen Mater, has his own podcast. Let's talk about fighting games. He has that on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcast. A new podcast was just released on February 12th. He does that under his alias, Sam Jerka, which he does with his friend, Sonic Smash Bro Seth, and his other friend, Paranoia. All right, Jeff, take us away. <laughs> okay. 
Thank you for joining us here on Super Mario Bros. <laughs> Podcasting. This has been another season of Celebrity Big Brother 3. Um, we'll see you next winter when we cover Celebrity Big Brother 4. For all of us here, I've been Jeff Mater, da- joined by Dave Mater and Jamil Robinson. S- expect the unexpected. I'm Julie and- Chenboonvez. Love one another. And be the good night. Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you.